Carl here from Games Brains and Headbang Live, GBHBL.com for short. And you're about to listen to an interview we conducted with the Sao Paulo Brazilian rock band Ego Kill Talent. We chatted to Jonathan, the vocalist, and Theo, the guitarist and bass player, about a number of things, including the brand new album, The Dance Between Extremes, out on March 19th this year, as well as the COVID-19 pandemic, how they've been coping, how being on the road for so long and then just not has affected them. Also about their incredible rise, you know, the tours they did, the people they've supported, their own shows, and how much of that has helped them grow but also how they've managed to stay grounded throughout all of that there is a lot a lot of stuff covered in this interview sit back and enjoy brilliant jonathan theo thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me first things first how's your day going starting with you first jonathan great day been great it's a beautiful day here in the south of brazil um and hoping for the best (laughs) (laughs) how about yourself theo yeah, the same. It's a sunny day in Sao Paulo, mm. and we are in partial lockdown, so we we can't really. I mean, lots of places are closed, but yeah, but I can't complain. I mean, I'm in a in a nice place here. Yeah, uh, in the UK, we don't hear much about Brazil at all. To be fair, we hear a lot about the European countries and some of the bigger, further afield ones like America. We do not hear about Brazil at all. Well, it's uh, the situation here. It, it, I mean, the numbers went a little bit up again. So they decided to do a partial lockdown in some states. Mm. It started last weekend. But the vaccination is already happening. So hopefully, you know, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, be more in a better place soon. I think a little bit that what happened, in my opinion, was that people forgot that the virus is still out there. So people started gathering you know, and, and, you know, just like living normal life without like taking care of themselves. So I think that was the reason that the curve went up a little bit again. But like I said, vaccination is happening. So hopefully it will, it will get better soon. Yeah. I'd imagine it's a similar situation over there that is to us here where it's just um, almost a lethargic feeling after being in lockdown for what is effectively 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Talking of which, then, starting with you, Jonathan, how over the past 12 months, how have you been holding up? Have you been doing well during the period and the constant um, cancellation of live shows and music and not being able to do what you normally would? You know, it's it, I know it's tough for everybody, mm-hmm. but I try to meditate, which which is not my thing. We, we, we discuss about it a lot in into the band, you know, but I'm, 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 a, I'm learning how to do it. Awesome. My wife, she's uh, she, she does it every day, but I, I don't, but when I do it, I feel, I feel way, way better. Um, I learned some really cool dishes <laughs> to, to, to do. I started to play piano. So I think it's going to be a, a new asset maybe for the, the new album. Yeah, wow. I mean, the third album. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Which is something so. I've been asking Jonathan to do since the first album. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that will happen. I just love like rock music with piano. You know, I just, I just love it. Like Queen, you know, 
November rain, you know, I, I love it. So it will take time to play like that, you know, maybe a thousand years. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> Jonathan, he's really, I mean, he's, he takes hard with himself. I'm sure he could already do some live piano. It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. How about you, Theo? What about the last 12 months? You've been doing all right? Uh, yeah, well, actually, meditation also became. I mean, I always meditated, and, mm. and like Jonathan said, it's meditation is hard, man, because your mind really wants to convince you not to do it. Because I don't know if you ever tried to meditate, but every time you try to meditate, your mind turns to you and say, are you really going to do this? You have so much to do. You know, you're going to waste your time like that. There's so much that needs to get done, you know, like cooking eggs, you know? <laughs> so it's just like your mind, it's, it, that's so funny. It's crazy how your mind, it's always trying to push you to busy thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, your mind wants you to get busy. And, but once you start meditating and that happens like many times for me, like the beginning is a struggle. I got to push myself to do it. But then when you finally do it, it just calms you down. And then you understand there's really nothing that you need to do mm. because you're already in peace right now. It doesn't mean you, you can't do it. You can still do whatever you want, but you don't need the busyness. You know, you yeah. don't need, so you, you kind of go through the day the same way you would but more peacefully because you're not buying that speech that if this doesn't get done or if this and that doesn't happen, then I'm, then I'm in hell, you know, mm -hmm. then I'm going to suffer because you kind of understand that, okay, your peace of mind is not related to that. I mean, whatever is going to happen in your life, if you're going to make money or not, it will affect lots of things in your life, but how you, how much you're going to suffer for it, then it's a mind, it's a mind process. So it, anyway, so I've been doing some meditation since the beginning. I always did before, but now like daily, because yeah. I will, I would do it. I would do it like two, three times a week. And then since the pandemic started, I, I literally start doing it every day and it's really helped. Uh, on top of that, we've been really busy with the album release. Like we never really stopped to work on the album release. We just changed plans because obviously we had, we had the tour booked before the pandemic strike. So we, we just kind of changed the plans. And so there was a lot of work with the record label um, and, and, you know, and, and the planning and actions to help promote the album and the EPs. Yeah. And, yeah, and playing guitar at home, you know always yeah you're an artist there's always something new you can learn something new you can do and some way you can develop yeah and and keep in mind we had the new album so there was also this process of playing the new album you know mm. it, oh, yeah. normally we would be doing this together the whole band you know because when you are recording i mean there's so so many little stuff that you change in the guitar riff and you're changing the harmony so once you record it, you, you kind of need to remember how to play every detail that you did on the recording that wasn't on the demos. So the, I mean, there, were, there was also that, you know, playing the new songs at home, but it sucks because what we want to do is play them live, you know? Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's kind of what you guys are famously known for. It's been an immense rise. I'm sure you would acknowledge that since your inception in 2014 and obviously the debut album in 2017 kind of sent you through to the stars and there is a part that has to be asked which is have you even at any stage had the chance to come back down from such a meteoric rise yet uh well, we are very thankful for everything that happened to us like every once in a while 
we like among ourselves you know the five guys in the band i mean mm. we we just look at each other and say, wow man we played with the fucking full fighters five stadiums you know <laughs> we played brixton academy brixton academy was a very important thing to us we felt yeah. like a very iconic venue to, mm. to play you know fate no more did that famous live album there so for us we feel it was a big thing uh all the o2 shows o2 arenas we did uh in the uk so every once in a while we look at each other and we were like well man we can't complain about anything <laughs> because look everything we already did you know i mean if you would if you would like travel in time 10 years ago and and tell to any one of us like okay you're gonna be doing this this and that we would what you know so we feel very thankful and to tell you the truth we are always so concerned about delivering the, the the good show you know delivering a good new album our we are always so concerned with that that we almost don't have time to really appreciate and 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 being the moment when things when things are happening so we kind of need to remind ourselves sometimes hey guys we look at each other and go let's let's enjoy the ride mm-hmm. you know let's enjoy this moment and then we kind of pull we kind of we pull ourselves back to the moment before we go on stage so my point with that is i don't think it never really got got us high in in a sense of like losing touch with the ground the great stuff that we did because we are we are so concerned about delivering it that you know we don't we don't we don't I, that's my opinion you know we hmm. don't really lose ourselves in 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 that because we we are concerned about you know delivering it and and making people connect to our music you so would, i think we are hard workers you know you're trying to keep yourself grounded yes yeah even even without noticing you know because we we just want we just want to deliver a good show honestly that's that's really i mean when when we let's say like maracana stadium which is a huge stadium here in rio mm. of course i mean we, we were like blown away just being the backstage there mm. we were like holy shit here's where we are but at the same time we just wanted to deliver a good show so our main concern was to play right you know and 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 to deliver it and connect with the audience. That's cool. So obviously we're a few short weeks away, the new album, the dance between extremes. How are you feeling about it at this stage? Are you now just desperate to get this one out? Or are you still enjoying the, the, the build as it were, the stuff you have to do as a band leading up to a release? You wanna answer that one, Jonathan? No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I'm the shy one then. Uh, I'm the singer that, <laughs> that's really shy. <laughs> uh, well, to tell you the truth, we can't stop thinking about touring again. I think that would be the most honest uh, response to the question. It's like, we are happy the album is coming out. We are very proud of it. We love every single song in the album. I've been listening to the whole album for for like six days now, like every day. I just listened to the whole album two times and I'm in love with it. You know, I'm really, really happy with it. And I think everybody in the band feels the same. So we are happy the album is coming out. Mm. But man, we want a tour. Yeah. You know, we want to play the songs live. It's like, you know, when when I'm listening to the songs, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to play this part of this song live. You know, I can't wait to, you know, to, to live that. 
So I end up picking my guitar and playing the song by myself and which is cool, but you know, you want to, you want to, you want to play it live. So, but you want to rock and roll, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> rock and roll. We want, that's, that's why we do it. You know, yeah. that's why yeah. we do it. But we, we all miss the road. We all miss yeah. the road. Yeah. And I mean, there's those, I wonder how you felt when it came to sort of the expectation. Obviously, you know, you had such a busy live period and you had a debut album and stuff like that. Did that put any pressure on you or expectation that you needed to make sure that when it came to this album that you had to deliver? Or was it a very comfortable and happy journey to where you are now in regards to the album? Look, I think that we are very lucky. Maybe the luckiest thing that we all have in the band is having each other mm. as friends. Because one thing that we try to do with each other is, you know, to remind ourselves that we don't need to deliver in a sense, we don't need to do anything. We just try to take the pressure out because we, we lived enough and we heard enough stories about bands and artists that just, you know, they, they just break, uh, they, some people start overdosing, you know, or mm. just because of the pressure, just because of the pressure, we need to deliver, you know, we need, we need to write a great album. And I think this, this, it can be a drive in my opinion. Okay. Let's write a great album. That can, that's, that's an awesome feeling to have. Hey guys, let's write an amazing album. It's awesome. But at the same time, it, it, here's the thing. If it comes from a place of fear, like if, if I don't write a great album, then I'm fucked. Right. I think that's very dangerous because it's very dangerous because you kind of kill what the inspiration because you you are lost in fear. Of not so what we try to do with each other is like look let's enjoy let's enjoy the process you know let's 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 enjoy the ride let's let's enjoy the time together you know we are so lucky to be here doing this so of course we want to deliver a great album but we try to focus on writing music that makes us happy you know that makes us feel you know the energy and, and enjoying it uh and it's hard. It's a hard process, especially especially when you start having a big label behind you, you know, and, and when you start to have some some uh, how you say uh, recognition from 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 the public because you I think it's 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 dangerous. Like I said, when when you start writing music, thinking about others, mm. right? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna write this this song because I want to make the label happy, or I would. You gotta be. You gotta first. It, you can have that drive too, but first of all, we got to be happy with what we are doing, right? Otherwise, not true. So I think we try to remind ourselves of it because it's so easy to, to put pressure on our own shoulders, you know? Like, I feel for Jonathan because I sing before in a band and, and I think singing is, is a very hard job because it's a physical thing, right? It's, it's, and, and so the, just the pressure of that, right it, it, because it's not like when you're playing guitar you have the instrument between you you know and the public or you and the microphone that's going to record your guitar you, and, and if you miss one thing here and there sometimes most most of the times if you're playing the rest right people doesn't notice true but when, when you and and by the way you can have your finger sore you know you can have pain in your hands you can have pain in many and it's fine people won't notice mm. but when you are a singer then it's a different pressure 
because it's your fucking vocals, you know, vocal cords. And if so, it's. I think it's really about and and, and I mean we love Jonathan very much, and we know sometimes we can we know we know we need to like I said remind each other that guys, let's take the pressure off because it's fine, you know. Let's just be happy and do what we love. And I gave you a very long answer for a small, uh, short question. Oh, no, that's great. Detail is brilliant. But Jonathan, do you, you know, he talks about pressure as you being vocalist. Do you feel it or do you just enjoy what you're doing? You, you know, I, I enjoy, but mm. I feel it because I put the pressure on me. Ah. I'm, I, I am the, the, my own deceiver. Yeah. <laughs> like that song, you know, yeah. because, um, I'm a perfectionist, so I put the pressure on me. Even now, you know, I, I, I'm afraid to, to speak in English, for, for instance, you know. But this is a thing that I have to deal, I have to face it. Mm-hmm. And w- one of the great things uh, we have in, in, into the band is that we do talk about it. We do expose our, our fears, our, our, our points of fragility, and we, we talk about it and we, we try to help each other to, to, to get better. Because as Theo said, he, has, he had a band in the past. I had a band in the past, which was really great, uh, uh, really big in, in Brazil, in the South of Brazil especially. And I dealt, I, I dealt with a lot of pressure, uh, a lot of egos, even mine, you know. So I learned from myself and from other experiences. And that's one of the greatest thing, things that we have in, in the band. We, we do talk about these things to, 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 to release the pressure on us, you know. That's incredible uh, that you'd be so honest about it as well, because people would, would presume and go, what are you talking about? You've gone out on stage to tens of thousands of people. Uh, you can't be nervous. You can't be suffering any pressure and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what's quite interesting as well, obviously, where you guys are from, being Brazil, it's not exactly a country world renowned for your style of music. When you think of Brazil on the metal side, you think of perhaps certain bands from that aspect or from a more pop orientated style. Do you feel like you're helping change perceptions of Brazilian rock and roll? Uh, I hope we are. Mm. Um, when, when, when we decided to start this band, we we already had the passion that we still do like we were like hey guys let's do a you know let's do a great band and, and let's let's fucking tour the world together you know so this was the, this was the passion since the beginning yeah and we understand it's it's an even even bigger challenge being brazilians because like you said it's not known for brazil i mean we have sepultura which is an amazing band and yeah. they did conquer the world but kind of that's it you know when you think rock music of course if you think like like and over general we have Tonjo Bean we have you know MPB other you know more more we have Angra yeah mm. Angra also so I mean there there were artists that made worldwide but like you said it's not as common mm. so we understood that was part of the challenge and we faced it very uh conscious of it and I think I feel like, and I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like, you know, we, we are, we are great. You know, that, that's not my point, but I feel like what we are doing and, and by the way, it's a lot of hard work. 
it's, it's mostly hard work. But I think we are leading the way to new bands. They are looking at us and they are saying, okay, it's doable. Mm. You know, if they're doing, we can do it too. So yeah, it's great. I hope we, I hope, I mean, many more come, you know, after us. Like mm. we are coming after Sepultura. Yes, yes, of course. And you know, you, you say you, you, you're hoping you're gonna give that impression that it is possible. But these days, there is this constant sort of negative feel of a glass ceiling because of the lack of say physical sales and it's all streaming and obviously that comes with financial troubles and so on smashing that glass ceiling is not so easy what is it that you think you guys are doing differently that means you are because that ceiling is broken already with you it seems uh it's so hard because i don't think it's one thing i think it's a constellation of things you know uh First of all, uh, the music must be true to you. You know, it, it gotta, it gotta move you because it gotta be something that when you write, you know, the music, when you write the lyrics, when you were, when we are listening to what you're doing, it gotta be true to us to the point that, that you want to cry, you know, <laughs> like, like it is with us. Because I think that when it's that, when, when it's that, how do you say deep, it connects to everyone, mm. you know, because, uh, we share, you know, we human beings, we share the same, we share very similar feelings. You know, what change a little bit is the, maybe the outside world, but inside we, we share very similar feelings, fears, you know, love. So when you are very honest with your own feelings and you put that in your song or in your art, people are going to relate to it because they mm -hmm. feel the same. So I think that's the most important thing. And there's, it's a lot of hard work just there because yeah. you got to be very honest with yourself, right? On top of that, it's a lot of grinding. It's a lot of grinding from, from playing small shows. And when I say playing small shows is because since the beginning, even when we were playing Shitty places, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like 50 people places, yeah. you know, but we were concerned about delivering a great show. Yeah. So we always faced any live presentation. We always, always faced like, okay, what is the best that we can do here? So what is the best amplifiers that we need? For, even if it's a small room, we always wanted to deliver the best. So if you are there, you're going you're gonna to be blown away. Yeah. You know? so, we, so it's, it's hard work from, from that to getting, get, chasing opportunities to play in bigger festivals and then delivering in the festivals and then putting a crew together. It's a lot of hard work too. Mm. And I, I must say there is a, a element of being lucky too. You know, it's like, it's all together and it's so hard to pinpoint, you know, it's this and that it's this and that, but I must say hard work and sincerity with yourself. Yeah. If there's a book, if there's a book on it, or if you ever work out the formula and you write a book, I'm pretty sure you'll be financially stable for the rest of your life selling that book. Yeah. <laughs> True. So True. what about the social media aspect kind of things? Being a modern band, you're growing up and you're living within the world of social media and the demand of regular posting and regularly putting yourselves out there. Is that something you enjoy? And have you got the balance between personal and professional correct yet? First, first question. Love. <laughs> Talking for me, I, I, I don't like it, but I know that I have to do it because this is the way 
we have this is the only way nowadays not the only way but it's 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 a, a tool that we have for free <laughs> you know i think today you pay with your nowadays, soul this is yeah we, you, you, you the devil <laughs> is 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 in is in the, the the social media you know when you exchange your soul with the devil is there yeah. you know i i i don't like it because um as i said before i'm i'm a shy person you know so but i'm i'm dealing and i'm learning to how to expose just a little bit of my living room but not my bedroom you know and maybe try to connect with the people with like that you know yeah. but ah you know it sucks it's for me very it's, evil it sucks yeah for me too so i grew up in the 90s you know it's like <laughs> yeah you're pre-broadband of course <laughs> yeah yeah so going basically going forward it is stage we're working towards this album launch and the excitement that surrounds that fan feedback already has been pretty damn immense how much of that are you been paying attention to do you enjoy reading comments listening to fans that kind of thing uh i mean it's always great to you know to have people coming to you and saying you know i'm loving the new music mm. you know that, that's that's always great because in the end of the day I think that the magic of art is connecting with people, right? That's that's like like that's the beauty of it. Uh, I do enjoy like talking with people like you, you know, and and talking about the music, you know, and and helping it getting further and and and, and far and farther away, you know, like taking the word out there. I love mm. doing that. I don't really enjoy reading comments because. Uh, it's it's sometimes you see one bad comment like you have like i don't know thousands of great comments and then there's <laughs> this one person there there's you know any actually you can tell that it's not about your music it's about mm. them because they're it's like some but i i the main reason i don't like like reading that it's not even because it takes my sleep away it's it's because I, I don't want it to affect any decision that we might make artistically you know and also i don't like to fool, fool the hate you know yeah. in myself or in others because sometimes you can't help but being pissed off of course and and, and you feel like you want to reply something right and i just don't I don't want to feed that that feeling in me or in anyone else. So, yeah, I don't think I love reading the nice comments, but sometimes I I don't even read those because I don't want you know to eventually face that. No, that's that's fair. That's fair. And I mean, at this stage, it simply feels like for you guys, it's just a waiting game. You've talked several times about your your desire to get back out and play live. So, yeah. I mean obviously limited what you can do at this stage. I envision the next couple of years, then the rest of 2021 are possible. It's just full steam ahead. Effectively, the train is beginning to pick up speed, right? Yeah, that's it. And, yeah. and I think the best, the best thing we can do to help support our music is playing live. Yeah. So I think this is more effective than posting on social. It's more effective than, you know, writing comments and replying comments. And 
I mean, we love talking with people live. Like after we do shows, we always go to the merch stand and we spend like hours talking with fans. And I love that. You yeah. Know? yeah a, real, a real chatting, right? It's yeah. Like real talk. Yeah, yeah. There's no faking that, is there at all? Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, Jonathan, Theo, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Really appreciate it. Thank you, thank man, you, man, for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for?